Do you find it difficult to come up with content ideas for your podcast? Or perhaps you've gotten stuck doing an interview with a guest where you just have nothing to ask anymore. Try Poddex today. Poddex is the best all-in-one podcast idea generation tool. You get everything from episode ideas to interesting conversation starters for interviews, engaging discussions for your live streams, and even social media content ideas. With this tool, you don't have to spend weeks trying to come up with content for an episode or unique questions for your guests. Just shuffle the cards and pick one at random, hit the record button, and get started. Now you can make better content, have more fun while you're at it, and get your viral moment, all with Poddex. Head over to poddex.com and use code C4C. Welcome to day 12 of the Content Creators of Color. My name is Kat Corchado. I am the host of the Sisters in Service podcast. My guest today is Drew Milden, and he is a podcast host also of Drew Versus the World, and we'll give him a chance to talk about that. But I would like to welcome Drew to the podcast. Drew, welcome. Hey, Kat. How's it going? It's going great. You you said yes, so you know it's all good. <laughs> I, of course, oh, you and- know I tell people this all the time when I have guests. I go, I I still expect people to say, yeah, no, I'm good. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if you ever feel that either, but sometimes I feel like people are, you know. And if they said no, it's it's fine. But I haven't gotten a no yet, so I feel like I'm good. Yeah, I I go to people until I get a no. I do the opposite. I'll go to anybody until I get a no or a ghost. And even if they ghost me, I'll I'll ask them again until they say no. Isn't that the worst, ghosting? Mm-hmm. Just say yes or no. Or, you know, I don't like you. I don't want to. Cool. I'm okay with that. But don't ghost me. That's that's a – I'm not going to say it. I was going to say <laughs> something. <laughs> You're going to say a naughty word. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, Drew, tell us about your podcast, Drew versus the world. What, why a podcast? Why, why do a podcast? Um, why do a podcast? That's, that's an existential question within itself. Um, yeah, I like knowledge and discussion at the same time. So I just marry them together and boom, out came podcasting. Um, out of my love for knowledge, I created Drew versus the world where each week I talk to people who are world changers. So there are people of influence or people that are doing things to change the world. And through their success and through their failures, I allow my audience to become world changers themselves. So they learn, they grow, they build. And at the end of the day, what I really want to do is in general, help myself as well, because all the guests that I have on or other people I talk to, give me a little tidbits that I can use to better myself in everyday life. So there's, there's instances where I had a guest on who um, had ADHD and she discussed her battles with ADHD and being diagnosed. And I just posted a, I posted a picture on, I posted a video on Instagram, her describing what ADHD actually is. And somebody under the comments was like, I never knew what I was diagnosed, what I, what I had until I saw this and I went to get a diagnosis. So things like that is the reason why I really, I just want to exchange this knowledge and create a, a book and a drive of knowledge that people can share and understand one another through this information. So it's always inspiration through information. 
So you probably talk about a wide array of subjects, correct? Oh, yeah. And what kind of subject? What was the most, um, you know, not amazing, but the most diverse Mm -hmm. subject you've talked about so far on your podcast? So the subject that I is I always think I always go to immediately when somebody asks me that question is very salacious is um, I had two ladies on. Uh, Miss Utopia and Drea Bangs, and she, and they both hosted a podcast called Coming to Conclusions, and she, Miss Utopia, gave a explanation of her experience with something she likes to call a sex demon. Um, so I'll just leave that there and into the mind of the listener. Um, if you want to listen to that, you go to universaltheworld.com and you can listen to uh, Drea Bangs and. Uh, Miss Utopia after you listen to this episode and they'll describe what her experience with a sex demon is but that was the most craziest thing I've heard <laughs> thus far <laughs> I can't even imagine See, now it makes me want to go to the episode and just listen because now I want to know what it is because I, I can't even yeah I'm not even going to go there but I will listen to that to that episode so Drew who who is Drew when he's not podcasting or being a podcast host what do you do Oh, wow. So I am first and foremost, a dad. Uh, I am a fiance. And I also am a tech geek. Um, I right now I am a um, senior technical consultant dealing with like CRMs like Salesforce and things like that, and uh, really dive into nitty gritty of the technical aspects of things. Um, And overall, I'm just like, I would call myself a lifelong adventurer. And not just to the point where I'm going to travel to different countries. I actually take moments where I um, like to do diverse different things that are not in my skill set or not in the world, the realm of people say, like, only your people can do that. So I I like to skydive. I like to I like to uh, snorkel. I like to uh, actually skydived 47 times. I think it was 47 or 57. So let me I was get this get... straight. You jumped out of a perfectly capable plane. Yeah, yeah. You wanted it was... to. Yeah, I mean, technically, if I stayed on it, it, it had too much weight, but because it was small dinghy planes, it was like in Columbus, Ohio. Right. But yeah, because I wanted to. I wanted to get my skydiving license. So you had to, I think it was 60 jumps or 50 jumps, but I did 57 and I was like, oh, I don't want to go for the test. Everybody was like, why? What? I was like, I don't want to go for tests. I'm leaving, actually leaving Columbus and I'm going to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. So that's who I am. I'm a lifelong adventurer. I love that. I love the fact that, you know, there are some people that are scared of everything. They don't want to venture out. They just want their, to do the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. And you say, well, why don't you do this? No, you know, because of this, because of that. But I won't say I'm a lifelong adventurer, but if there's something that I want to do, then I go after it. I'm like, you know what? I really want to do this. So I'm going to, you know, find out as much. And I'm, I'm a lifelong learner. You know, I always feel like mm-hmm. if you stop learning, you stop growing. And I always want to be a person that's growing and being and, and moving forward. And I, I don't think you can move forward unless you learn something different as a person. And it just opens your eyes a little bit more. So, what do you do? So you're a lifelong learner, you're a dad, you're a fiance, but what do you do as downtime when you're not mm. the, the, the lifelong learner, you're not jumping out of airplanes, but <laughs> you're chilling at home. What do you do? 
So uh, we talked a little about this offline or off podcast um, about me being a nerd. So I love me a good comic book. I love me a good anime. I love me a good um, show on TV. Point The whole thing I really like to do is on a nice, good night, just sit down and watch a good episode of Spider-Man. Because like I was saying, the reason why I like Spider-Man is because he is at the core just trying to do the best with what he got. He just is trying. He has his powers. He doesn't want them. He really doesn't uh, know what to do with them. He's just growing young kid, just trying to um, build off of his experiences that he has and learn from others and then along the way. So that is my whole thing and why I like superheroes because they're the antithesis of peak performance, but also have these like realisms in their life that you have to deal with, like such as like anxiety. So I I call spider sense actually anxiety. I don't know if anybody's ever made that connection, maybe, but what it is is actually anxiety because he always at that moment, he's like, oh, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? And he has to make a movement because of anxiety. So he pushes through anxiety and makes the right move to get out the situation. So on an off day, that is what Drew's doing. He's sitting down, reading a comic book, watching a, a, a show and um, probably out. eating some snacks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, drinking beer too. Drinking beer and whiskey and maybe smoke a cigar. Drew does a lot of things. <laughs> Drew does a lot of things. I, I think it's interesting that you call it anxiety. And I tend to feel like it's more of a gut instinct. Like he feels his mm-hmm. gut instinct to, to, to do something, you know, that his gut is saying, you need to go here. You need to do this. You know, I, I call him a reluctant uh, hero. Yes. Superman, you know, not, not Superman, but Spider-Man is that reluctant hero that he's been pushed into this. He doesn't want to do it, but he reacts as that hero anyway. Mm-hmm. But I think we were talking offline when I told you that, you know, my husband was the one who got me into, you know, Marvel comics, especially the movies. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because he said, you know, well, I don't want you to be bored. And I said, I just want to be entertained. If I'm going to be entertained, I'm cool with it. And even now yeah. we'll go to a Marvel movie and he'll say, what did you think? And I said, I, it was great. I had a good, See, I don't know what to expect. So you know how sometimes in the Marvel movies, other people, other heroes will come in, you know, and, and I'm whispering, I'm like, okay, who's that? He's like, okay, this is da 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 And he did this or she did this. I'm like, oh, okay. Because I want to learn. I want, I think it's very cool. You know, but um, it, it's just, it's very different. Like, he's a gamer, so he plays these games, you know. And I walked in one day, and it's very elaborate. And I walked in behind him, and I was looking. I was like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm killing stuff. You know, he's, it's the, I guess it's the first-person shooter yeah, first type person of, shooter, yeah. Yep. You know, and and he's the, the mildest person. You know, he's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to go shoot zombies in the head. And I'm like, uh, okay, see you later. Bye. <laughs> You know, <laughs> or he loves anime. There's certain anime he Ooh, likes. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, he's very into that. So some some of the stuff I'm cool. You know, I'm like, okay, let's do this. And some stuff I'm like, mm, I'm I'm good. I'll I'll see you later. You know, <laughs> which isn't a bad thing. So what career path? If you weren't doing what you're doing now, if you could if you could change gears for a second. Do you still think you would take the same path or do you think you would go a different way? Oh man. I think if the, if I can, if the tables were turned and I had opportunity to do whatever I wanted to do in life, I would 
not do what I'm doing now. What I would do is I'll probably travel the world and do kind of like a Anthony Bourdain kind of thing mm. and travel the world, but focus on, and this is like very like Black History Month, but no, <laughs> focus on fried chicken. So, really? <laughs> so yeah, there was. Oh, that's there, right. You've got that. What's your sick? Come on. So you got to say it. What's the same? Love, peace, and chicken, chicken. grease. <laughs> but, um, but the 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 whole thing. I even before that was everybody like food gathers people in a way that we don't even understand. Right from AD times to now. It's a it's a communal event that we we take honestly we take a we take for granted how much it brings people together how much similarities we can find in food like how many rice dishes you know in different cultures right how many right. bean dishes you know in different cultures what about spaghetti many, everyone does spaghetti different exactly and it's like you'd be like oh that's not spaghetti that's pho or that's ramen be like noodles it's noodles. <laughs> only one way you can make noodles. exactly it's, it's noodles it's different ways to make noodles um but and and the reason why i would do that is because when i was growing up i was a big Ge- national geographic fan um national geographic kids specifically and i really wanted to go around and see animals but then after seeing animals like i mean screw that <laughs> i really i like what's something that i can really enjoy and that was food so i would I would travel the world and document it. And now that now knowing that I can create content, I would definitely put that on YouTube and just literally go to every single country and just like check out their cuisine and be like, hey, what what do you do with fried chicken? Like make me a fried chicken plate. Right. Japan, make me a fried chicken plate. Alaska, make me a fried chicken plate. Because um, it's going to be different. It's going to be different every single time. And the the thing of best thing about it is not even seeing the differences it's seeing the similarities mm. yeah it's really that's that's the yes. connective tissue that's but the connective tissue but it's probably different but it's it's still delicious you know i thousand percent. i i love i have a wide palette for food mm-hmm. only because i was a military brat and we went to all different kinds of countries and my father even though he didn't do it. Now that I think back, I'm like, he never ate off base. I don't get it. He would make <laughs> us, his kids, eat off base, which are wherever we were. So even Smart. when I traveled with my son, we would go off base and eat because I wanted him to have a wide palate for food. But I think food, along with music, unites yes. people together. Mm-hmm. You don't have to understand the music, nope. but you can feel the music. You know, Is and... It, it- I went to a, a Latin country. I went to Puerto Rico. Not not speaking a lick of Spanish. The music turns on and is like, okay, I know I know I could do something with it. Right. <laughs> it's just like it flows through you. It does, you know. And I think mm-hmm. food just food just unites people. And it doesn't matter where mm-hmm. you go. You know, you sit down and you eat and and you enjoy. When I when I was in the military, I got to go to Korea, and so there was the bagogi. You know, which is oh, mm-hmm. just so good. And I would go to the same restaurant. So you go shopping. As I come back, I would eat. And what's funny is that when you, in that country, as an American, if you frequent, frequent that restaurant, 
your portions got larger and larger and larger. And to the point where I said, you know, I can't eat this. You go, oh, you need to eat this. You know, you're growing. I'm like, no, I'm not growing. I'm growing, but in the wrong way. Okay, I'm getting rounder, not taller. And But they they help you, you know, they're so happy that you're you're coming back that you know they reward you and I also learned that I loved kimchi when I was there so kimchi is for those of you that that don't know is like salad so not like salad but it's a side dish so you have we have salad Mm -hmm. and then we have our entree kimchi is that side dish and it, you can get cucumber kimchi, yep. you can get all kinds of, and I love it. To this day, I still love it. And so, um, yeah, I would definitely do that round. You know, I would do the Italy portion with you because I've always wanted to do Italy. Let's go to Italy and get some fried Ooh, chicken. Yes. <laughs> and we know, we know somebody, we know somebody in Italy too. We can, all, all, all Italian fried chicken is, is um, chicken parmesan. <laughs> is <laughs> thought about that before <laughs> you're probably right <laughs> different 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 things on top of it but I guess know, what the but base it's, is fried it's, chicken it's still the same thing it's the same thing it's just different <laughs> you know and i'm always up for trying different food you know people say oh i don't know that i've never tasted that i'm gonna taste it let me t- you know that's how you learn whether you like stuff or not if you yes. don't taste it you know, and sometimes you have to taste things a few times before you go, Ooh. oh, now I get it. Now I get it. Okay. So, I, yeah, I love that fact. So here's another question for you. If you could speak to Drew the child, what advice would you give him? How young are we talking? Um, young enough to understand what you're going mm. to tell him. So let's am, say, am I gonna, let's say take my nine or ten. Nine or <laughs> okay. ten. Ooh, nine or ten, Drew. Ooh. Uh, what was nine or ten year old Drew like? He was rough. You were all over the place, weren't you? <laughs> oh man, I was fighting <laughs> a lot. I was, were you? I was angry at the world. I was angry at the world for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, I I still think to this day. I was like, why was I angry? I had no idea. But um, what I would tell him is that this is not your final location. And not in space, not in part of like, this is not your final location as in place, because of course I've traveled and things like that, but this is not your final location in life. You have so much more to see and the things you're going to see are going to change you. They're going to humble you and they're going to make you stronger at the end of the day. Um, And I also would say that you're better than you think you are. Um, because I think I had a lot of imposter syndrome. I was in these AP classes. I was getting good grades, but I didn't think I was should have been there mm-hmm. the whole time. I, even at 10, I was like, why am I here? I'm not that smart. I didn't do this well. I'm not, I'm not a prime, like I'm not an athlete. I'm not doing like, and I will always would downtrot myself. So once I, like when I hit high school and I was like, oh, okay, I'm actually doing band and I'm actually running track and I'm doing well in track and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay, now I see it. But those are the things I would say. I would say, hey, this is not your final location. And hey, you're better than you think you are. Um, I think yeah. as a child, we don't, we're so busy trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. You know, that we're always trying to change who we are. You know, I, I've changed 
I've tried to be different people and it just didn't work, you know, because mm-hmm. other people say, oh, you should do this. But what I remember the most are teachers trying to push me, not push me, but put me in situations where they said, oh, you could be a leader here. And I was like, I'm not a leader because I was a yep. firstborn child. And as a firstborn child, I learned that when things go wrong, you get in trouble because you're the oh, oldest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, I was like, I don't want to be a leader. I No, no, because I'm going to get in trouble, and I don't want to be in trouble. I just, you know, just leave me alone. But I realized that I have a leadership style, but it might not be everybody's leadership style, and that's okay. But you can still be a leader. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. I like that. Okay, so we're going to go into the next phase of our interview. So I'm going to ask you just some Unique questions. Okay. Ooh. All right. So the Olympics are going on, the Winter Olympics. What sport best personifies your podcast? What Olympic sport? Olympic sport. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is curling. And it's because it's not for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's so bizarre. I remember the first time because I'm I'm a I'm an Olympics geek. I love I'll watch anything that's just bizarre to me. And Winter Olympics is bizarre because they have the what is it when you're on a sled face down losing? Is is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, losing. Luge? Yep. Mm-hmm. Baffles me. Okay. But I watched curling and I'm sitting there watching it going, What are they what's the brush thing? What are they doing? And because I didn't understand it. But you're right, mm-hmm. you know, that, that you came up with that quick, Drew. I just have to say. <laughs> I do. Okay. All right. So second question. If you could pick anyone to play you in the biography of your life, a documentary, who would you choose and why? So they can't say no. Um, I would go, oh, man, I forgot his name. His name is slipping me right now. But he was in... I'm sorry to bother you. I don't know if you've seen that movie. I haven't. Um, he was in Get Out too. Oh, did you oh, see oh. Get Out? I saw the first one. Yeah, no, not Get Out too. T O O, not T W O. Oh, got you. <laughs> okay. And uh, he he was in Get Out, but he was the one with the hat that he um he had the flash and he started crying. He's yes. like, ah, yes. Yeah. I think it's, I, rem- um, I don't I don't remember his name though. Oh man, it's like Lawrence or Stanfield, the key Stanfield. Oh okay. Yeah, I the only reason is because I feel like he has like a sarcastic wit, mm-hmm. and he has like a very like mild, bland like I want I mean saying his face like it's just like it's like I'm here. I'm going to be sarcastic. I'm going to be hilarious. So you can't read anything in his face, but you hear, you don't so much look at him, but you hear what he says, you know? Yeah. My husband has a very dry sense of humor also. And, um, you know, he'll say stuff and he'll just have this straight face and I'm just busting out laughing, you know? And he's like, what do you, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, did you just hear what you said? (laughs) He goes, yeah. He goes, I said it, but you were thinking it. And I was like, shut up. Um, You one of those too, huh? I guess. <laughs> All right. So, if you could choose a superhero that best personifies your personality, who would that be? 
again, I have to go with Spider-Man just because of the fact that he's he's um, he doesn't want to be a hero. It just been brushed upon him, but he's doing the best he can with what he got. Absolutely. Okay. Next question. If you could have dinner with anyone, who would it be? A living mm. or a, alive or dead? Well, hopefully they're alive when you're having dinner with them. But yeah. <laughs> Either it's different people's <laughs> tastes, you know. <laughs> uh, you're talking about zombies, you never know. Um, okay, I'm just gonna go with like my, I guess, the perfect podcast guest in my mind, um, is Charlemagne the God. And, um, the, first of all, Charlemagne, if you listen to this, no, when you listen to this, um, I am a big fan. Your birthday is the same birthday as mine. And, you know, cancer season, it just it's just meant to be. But the reason why I enjoy him is because he's un- unapologetic about what he's saying. He's yeah. done all the work to get where he's at right now. He has like his own podcast network. He has his own uh, like publishing company. And he's done all this literally coming from a small town in South Carolina. where actually Pastor Furtick of elevation church came from mm-hmm. too i just all in all had so i would have so many questions from like how did you stay on the course when you knew you was going to get when all of it looked bleak and you had a child on the way and you did, you wasn't making any money and you had your your you know your girlfriend at that time supporting you and you know he did that whole thing with uh black men don't cheat Mm-hmm. <laughs> for a little bit I was like how did you come up with that and what was the you know defining moment for you to change your ways for your wife and your family like I have, I have so many questions for him and I right. think that he'll be a great mentor for me moving forward as well I think he did it too without any fanfare you know like he mm-hmm. he's like oh you know how celebrities get up there oh this is what I'm going to be doing you know look for it soon you know he just did it without you know hey look at me type of thing I my husband and I used to watch the show they had on TV. I think it was BET. But, you know, I was, and I would listen to them and they would have guests on, you know, and you get to see who they are and stuff. And there were some things he would talk about, you know, and I was like, like he's crazy. But he was very <laughs> unapologetic about his, he's like, oh, this is just my opinion. And what, what did he used to say? He used to say, oh, check your Googles. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love say, check your Googles. Uh, that's the only thing I remember that he talked about. But, you know, it's all set. I'm, I'm good. I, I mean, I, I applaud anybody who has put the work in to get where they yeah. are right now. Okay. It wasn't handed to you. You didn't have the, the money. Like when they talk about, oh, you know, one of the Kardashians are getting ready to start a business. They've got the money to start a business. They've got the money to make sure that it's, it's fruitful. That they're making mm-hmm. money on top of the money they already have. So when they say, oh, you know, such, such, you're doing this, I'm like, you know, I don't care. <laughs> I really, I don't care. Okay. All right. Sorry. I got off track. Next question. <laughs> what are the top two things on your bucket list? Oh, man. Hmm. Have you done everything, Drew? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like, hmm, what is something? Because bucket list is like, when I think about bucket list, it's like, I'm sick and no 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 it's like you know when you say i really want to do this someday but i i'm when when i say that i mean like i'm sick i'm in the no 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 we're not sick no we're not no no no. i'm just i'm just saying when (laughs) when a moment like that happens yeah and i think about it i'm like okay i checked that off that's what Mm -hmm. the that's when i think about a bucket list i'm like Mm -hmm. this is the moment of your life you grasp Mm -hmm. 
so that you know you haven't leave, left any sto stone unturned. Unturned, right. And that's that's what I'm, I'm trying to think of. Okay, this is one thing. Um, I want to go to every major sporting event. So the Super Bowl, the World Series, the um, March Madness, um, anything in the March Madness, um, All-Star Game, uh, NBA Finals. I just want to go all all, all through them. all those yeah. sporting events. And have great seats while you're there. I can have, I can have mediocre seats. I'll be drunk. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I do not care. I do not care. I will be drunk. I'm like, listen, but honestly, I may not be drunk because I want to experience all that because it probably cost me a shilling to uh, get mm -hmm. there. But um, another thing I would say is, and this is a small bucket list, but it's always on my bucket list is to go to Japan. That's mm. like the pit of me of my geekness will be expressed at that moment, that time, because it has anime, cartoons, has such a rich culture, has food that I enjoyed for like my whole life. You may not come uh, back. Oh, I honestly, Kat, <laughs> I was, I have been thinking about it. Like there was one opportunity when I was younger and didn't have kids that I was like, this close to going to Japan. I was going to take this um, job with this tech company. And um, I was like, oh, I really, you know, I really don't want to, you know, have to travel there and learn. I was like, my dumb behind. I could have had an opportunity of a lifetime. But yeah, that's my goal. Number one, I mean, goal, two goals is mm -hmm. to go every major, major sporting event or bucket list, sorry, go make every major sporting event and to um, go to Japan. Those are two very unique. They're like on opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. But it's pretty That's cool. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Even when I was in the military, people say, oh, you know, I was stationed in Thailand or Japan. or, And I, I never got to that part of the country. You know, I would just go there and eat my way through. Be like, can I work in this restaurant? But I get free food. <laughs> That's what I would do is just eat my way around. Um, and they walk everywhere so I wouldn't get fat. So there you exactly. go. Exactly. You walk a bike everywhere. You're just <laughs> burning it off. So I know. I love that. Okay. So if you could witness any event from the past, what event would it be? Can I can you give you two? Sure. Um, the first one, and I just talked about it, but the and this is gonna be a crappy statement, but the bombing of Hiroshima. And the reason why I want to witness that is because I don't think man has seen another man have so much power over another person since that day. It was like, we wanted, we, the United States wanted to obliterate yes. the opposition. Not like, oh, okay, we're going to take you over, obliterate the opposition. So that's, that's like a dark time in history. I just want to see. I'm also, I have a dark mind. So that's another thing. But uh, <laughs> second thing, um, it's a complete opposite from that. So that was taking life and the other one is giving life would be to um, see the Big Bang if it's if it happened, right? right? The Big Bang. I want to see the actuality or see a Big Bang, like how science creates like from nothingness or from energy. So that's energy's expulsion of to create life. I really right. would love to see that. Or I'm gonna give you a third one. And this is a weird one because I have to be weird. This is true. <laughs> um, I have to, I want to see um, me when I was like five minutes old. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just want to see me when I was five minutes old yeah. and just be like, hey, little Drew. And just 
step out. This I would like amazing. to witness myself as a as a toddler. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't remember, don't remember that part of time. I yeah. just don't. But I think the, the, the bombing that you were talking about, um, I don't even think the United States knew how devastating it was going to be. I don't think they knew. Or the extent of it. You know what I mean? I think they had a general understanding. But to your point, I don't think they knew how elongated it would be. Mm-hmm. Because... It's generational destruction. Yes. This is something that hasn't, I don't think till now, it's still the lineage of the people that were devastated by it. It still takes a toll. Um, we just, I'll just leave it there. Okay. <laughs> All right. So if you're stranded on an island, you can take one person, not your kids, not your wife or fiance. Who would mm-hmm. that person be? The Rock. Easy one. Why? <laughs> Because he's rock? the rock. He's gonna make me laugh, <laughs> and he's gonna do shit. Like he's funny. Rock. He can move he's the funny. big rocks. You know, he can. He's gonna my dance. Like, like what the hell? <laughs> if a, and then when the rock lifts a rock, we're gonna have a laugh for there at least fifteen hours. <laughs> like, what? Well, now I'm good. You're all set. <laughs> You're like, I'm okay. All right. Last question. What mm-hmm. is Drew's superpower? What is that one thing that you do that people are like, how do you do that so easily? And it takes, you know, other people have a hard time with it, but you just do it. You don't even know you're doing it. Thinking outside the box. Mm. Like, and not like thinking outside the box, like, oh, you know, let's go. I'm like completely like left facing the box, lifting the box up, looking under it. <laughs> and <laughs> all of that. I think uh, that, that's my superpower, not constricting my mind at least what I think, to the aisles of normality and just really extending the viewpoint from the people I'm talking to. So like, for instance, my fiance is like, oh, I want to do something for Valentine's Day, right? I'm like, oh, I can just give her a balloon and some teddy bears. Like, no, I'm going to put myself inside a teddy bear. I'm going to sit down and I'm going (laughs) to like make it like just thinking stuff like I'm not going to do that. But (laughs) maybe not this time. Maybe not this time. But just thinking outside the box and mm-hmm. then, yeah, thinking outside the box. Because I'm not a planner by any stretch of imagination, but I will have, be the idea man every and all day. I think spur of the moment sometimes is amazing. Mm-hmm. Just spur of the moment. You know, mm-hmm. I was, I, I don't say I think outside the box. You know, someone will say, okay, you have to stay in this box. And I'm like, why can't I walk around the box? Why can't I open the top <laughs> of the box? You know, my husband, who I met in the military, used to tell me all the time, he goes, you were the most unmilitary military person I knew because I would walk just a little bit on the outside, on the right, but I might walk a little bit. I never walked the straight line. You know, I kind of straddled it sometimes and I get back in line before, you know, anyone would notice. But um, I love that part. Next segment. This is the this or that. You have to pick one. You ready? Let's hit it. All right, winning the lottery or finding your soulmate? Winning the lottery. Are you a test the waters person or you dive right in the deep end? Dive right in the deep end. Zombies or vampires? It's is it zombies or vampires to like go against or to be friends with? Either or. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna go vampires all day. Bad breath or body odor? Body odor. Guac guacamole or salsa? Ooh. To my loves. <laughs> Salsa. 
Instagram famous or infomercial famous? Instagram famous. Would you Follow rather Andrew World Podcast? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Would you rather be a passenger in a car or the driver? Driver. Are you a board per, board game person or a video game person? Let me get Monopoly. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna say video games. Okay. Would you rather be rich and famous or rich and unknown? Rich and unknown. Do you prefer Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Roller coasters or water slides? Roller coasters. Yes, finally. <laughs> finally. Oh my gosh. Okay. Are you a cancer? Yes. That's why. See, <laughs> most people are like, uh, yeah, no water slides. I'm like, Siri, you're the first person that I've done. I've asked really? these questions that said, thank you. Thank you, Drew. Thank you. Books or movies? Movies. Would you rather have a meeting on in video, on video or in person? In person. Are you a visual learner or a verbal learner? Visual. Are you an introvert or extrovert? Extrovert. <laughs> Would you rather have book smart or street smarts? Street smarts. Would you rather be poor and happy or rich and miserable? Rich and miserable. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> <laughs> Drown myself in that money. So sad. <laughs> Wipe my tears with the hundreds. Like, oh, no. I'm just, I know, right? Oh, that money feels so oh, good. No. Oh, for oh, Butler, I'm so depressed. <laughs> so, Drew, tell our audience where we can find you. Where can we find your podcast? Where if someone wants to reach out to be a guest, where can we find Drew Milden? First and foremost, Kat, as always, thank you so much for having me on the podcast and being part of the Content Creators of Color Collective. Of course. It's, it's but so much a pleasure to have your greatness in our sphere of influence. So I want to first thank you and shine a light on you and shout you out. Oh, and Thank um, you. But you can find Drew versus the world at anywhere you listen to this right now, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and also um, go to Drew versus the world dot com for any updates or any upcoming um, events and or podcasts you got coming up um so yeah that is where you can find you versus world oh yeah also instagram drew versus world podcast drew this was a lot of fun and i knew it would be <laughs> i'm not sure why i knew it would be but i knew it would be and it's it's just been fun you know i i love i love podcasting i just do i i just love it and and it's getting to meet people even though it's virtual um, getting to know more about them and what they do and why they do it and, you know, seeing their personality, you know, and it's, it's just been a pleasure having you on the pack on the podcast and to the listening audience, my sisters in service, you know, I'm going to say, please stay safe, take care of each other. And until next time, I am Kat Corchado and I am a content creator of color. Mm -hmm.